Football Podcast. With your hosts, Josh Bandy and Trey Burris. Welcome to the NFL. Let's go! Let's go! We are back. Welcome back to the Fourth and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Bandy. That's Trey, and the time is now. How you doing today, buddy? Man, I'm doing good. I'm excited. You know, we had a couple week little hiatus going on there. wasn't a whole lot going on in the NFL world, but now there's a lot going on, and we're here to talk about it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Indeed, guys, it is that time. It is time for the headline huddle. All right, starting off in the headline huddle, we got some franchise tag players, baby. And uh, just before we get into it, um, for those of y'all that don't know what franchise tag is, some of you probably do and are like, whatever, so just ignore this. But the franchise tag is a designation that allows NFL teams to select one player set to be an unrestricted, unrestricted free agent and guarantees another year under contract if certain conditions are met. Each team receives one franchise tag per year and can be applied as either exclusive or non-exclusive. So let's talk about that. Exclusive players. Teams must offer the selected player a one-year contract no less than either the average of the top five salaries at that player's position based on April of the current year or 120% of the player's previous year's salary, whichever is greater. Non-exclusive. Teams must offer the selected player a one-year contract no less than the average of the top five cap hits of that player's position or 120% of that player's player's previous year's salary, whichever is greater. So pretty similar, but non-exclusive is a little bit worse, I think, in my opinion. Either way, we're running into the players that are getting tagged. Um, And some of these actually surprised me. Mm -hmm. Um, So we got Josh Jacobs for the Raiders, Evan Ingram for the Jags, Tony Pollard for the Cowboys, Darren Payne for Washington, Lamar Jackson for the Ravens, and Saquon Barkley for the Giants. What do you think, Bandy? Yeah, let's let's start with the uh, the guy on the list that I think is maybe turning most heads, and that's Lamar Jackson with the franchise tag. Now, the thing with this uh, is is that Lamar is his own agent. Well, I guess his mom is pretty much his agent, but basically he's his own agent. So he's still looking to make $32.8 million on the tag. And I believe it is non-exclusive. So there are other teams that can actually make him offers. I don't know if you're aware of that, but they can actually make him offers. And and the Ravens have a chance to match that or whatever. Honestly, bro, I think the Ravens are done with Lamar. I don't think that they believe he's their future and they're just kind of doing it the best way for public relations sake. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. And actually, surprisingly, I've seen uh, a lot of teams come out and say they don't want to even throw a shot at Lamar Jackson. And I mean, they're coming out openly saying that and it doesn't make any sense because literally setting up a meeting and and, and meeting with him is free of charge. So at least talk to the dude. You know, are you you that like away from the Lamar Jackson side of life that you don't even want to set up a conversation? I mean, to me, regardless of who the player is, I think it's worth a sit down. You know what I mean? All this hoopla and highlights in the news media and stuff like that is one thing. But like sit down and meet the person and get a feel for him for yourself. 
Well, honestly, I mean, in two years, we haven't seen him play a whole lot. I mean, um, he's been hurt or whatever. I know he tried to throw the ball more last year. It didn't look beautiful every time I seen it. Um, maybe it may, it seems like the NFL is maybe, you know, going in more of a different direction with players that can run, but also throw the ball accurately, Trey. And I think that's the issue here with Lamar. Yeah, that and they want um, quarterbacks to take him to the playoffs. And uh, Lamar struggled in that category. I know he's been hurt a lot, but I mean, the Ravens just every, I mean, I feel like the last couple of years, it's been like the Ravens are like Super Bowl ready. And mm-hmm. then they either barely make the playoffs or don't even make the playoffs. I mean, it's sad. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that a lot also. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, it, to me, though, like I said, it feels like the Ravens are done with Lamar and they're just for public relations sake trying to do the best possible thing to get rid of them. If somebody makes them an offer, I don't know. They'll get two first-round picks, so I don't know if they would be upset about that. The only issue is is they would obviously not have a quarterback. One of those first-round picks would obviously need to be um, pretty low so they can get a decent quarterback on the roster, and, and hopefully they hit, you know? No doubt, no doubt. Um, and, of course, you know, Evan Ingram, uh, not a whole lot to say about that. I mean, he did great last year, worth the franchise tag. Um, maybe worth more, but, you know, he did his thing. He's got his spot. So I'd like to see what him and Lawrence do next year. Um, I, yeah, I love Evan Ingram, man. I, I, I'm I'm looking at him next year as a, you know, if I can't get a good tight end in the, in the, the top rounds, I'm looking at him uh, maybe a, a decent tight end in the later rounds, Trey. I, I love me some Evan Ingram. Oh, without a doubt, I'm thinking double-digit rounds you can get an Evan Ingram. Mm-hmm. Um, but Josh Jacobs, I've heard, um, that they did franchise tagging, but they're also, uh, trying to negotiate, um, uh, a better deal in a, in a long contract, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy because they didn't extend him before this season. So now if I was Josh Jacobs, I'd be like, y'all didn't believe in me. I believed in me now pay me like you do. Mm-hmm. And he's going to get that money. You know, he is, um, uh, he deserves it. He deserves it. I I also didn't believe in Josh Jacobs last year, to be honest with you. I mean, I think we had a conversation about it. We we're like, what are you thinking about Josh Jacobs? And I'm I'm not thinking much of him at all. And dude just went off, bro. I can't tell you how many trade offers I tried to get that boy on my roster. Um, you, you know, he fell in most draft boards too, like way later. We probably could have got him in like the seventh or eighth round, right? It's, it's amazing. Crazy. Without Good for him, though. Josh Jacobs, um, he deserves it, buddy. Um, Tony Pollard, I mean, I get it. You know, they want to keep him around. They're not ready to give him a big deal yet. He hasn't really taken the the RB one role yet. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see what happens this year. Um, but I'm sure they keep him around. They they're they're pretty much in the business of keeping players that they like. So yeah, and I mean Zeke is done, right? I mean we we knew this was going to happen. Uh, Tony Pollard looks like the future, but I mean there are issues with him being gassed on the sidelines, and I think that maybe they want to explore that more. Jerry Jones will pay people; we know he will. He paid his running back, he paid Zeke, he paid Dak. He will pay people if they deserve it, and I think Tony Pollard needs to go out, maybe work on his uh, conditioning a little bit uh, and not getting gassed out and just show him what he's got, bro. I mean, this is your year, Tony Pollard. You can get paid next year, buddy. How about Saquon Barkley? How are you feeling about him getting the franchise tag? I mean, Saquon, I think this is basically because they paid Daniel Jones, and that's something we'll get into a little later. Uh, for money's sake, I think they paid Daniel Jones. He's getting a lot of the money, so maybe they tell Saquon, look, we're going to put you on the franchise tag next year when we have some money to work with. It's all yours. But that being said, 
you know, the, the cost of living is going up all the time. So they're going to end up it, paying Saquon probably a, a handsome, handsome amount of wealth next year. No doubt. And, and for how many years, who knows? I mean, uh, you know, after, you know, I, th- I think the reason uh, why he hasn't already been paid more is because of uh, the year before last. Um, after he come back from that injury, he didn't look amazing, you know, which but he needed a year to recover. Last year, he did pretty solid. I mean, he uh, pretty much carried the team uh, mm-hmm. most of the year. Um, so I like to see him getting some money and I like to see them sticking with him and riding it out. And hopefully he gets his bag next year. The only issue, though, uh, with Saquon is, you know, running backs don't have a huge shelf life. So uh, a year on the franchise tag, he's still going to make like $11, 12000000 million, which isn't nothing, just saying. Um, but, I mean, th- running backs don't have a high shelf life. So another year down, hopefully, you know, he just goes and tears it up again next year, you know. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, if let's think of this. If he comes out and is is not as good as he was last year or, you know, just down a little bit, you know, he, he busted his butt this year and <laughs> not going to get the money. Exactly. Yeah. It's tough. Giants, will be, Giants will probably be happy about that, honestly. I mean, if, mm-hmm. if everything else is, is, is not trending up and Saquon's mm-hmm. trending down, they're like, okay, well, at least we didn't waste our money. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Um, before we move on to the next um, thing we're going to talk about today, I just want to throw in there, kind of really wasn't a spot for it, but Calvin Ridley has been reinstated to the Jags. Um, he's ready to go, baby, and I'm big excited about Calvin Ridley. I think he is going to go for a steal in drafts. Calvin Ridley reinstated. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, there's a lot of hype on his name, and everybody's saying the number one. He's going to be the number one for the Jags next year, and um, – I don't know, man. I I don't know if he goes as uh, high as you think he's going to go. I mean, everybody thinks he's everybody's scheming, thinking I'm going to get me. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. And he's going to end up going lower. Watch. Watch. I don't know. I feel feel like I feel like everybody is like one. It's like a super risky play because he's never played. You've never seen him play on this team. He's had a year off from football. Who knows how well he's kept himself. Um, on top of that, you know, people are going to be like, I can get him in a later round and everybody's going to be like, what's the round number? What's the round? You know, should I pass here? Should I? And I think somebody's going to get him in a steal. I'm going to say average draft position for Calvin Ridley fifth round. What do you think? I like that. I I, I would probably lean more towards the sixth or seventh, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. It's going to be a good year next year, buddy. I can't wait. No doubt, no doubt. But moving on to our next topic, um, we're talking about trades, you know, uh, people that are on the trade block. A um, couple guys, you know, that uh, they've been throwing around. Um, obviously, Dondre Hopkins, uh, that's been around for a minute. Um, Allen Robinson out there. Jalen Ramsey. Brandon Cooks. Jimmy G. And even Derek Henry on the trade block. Start from the start again from the guy who's at the top of this list. Derek Henry, man. Derrick Henry on the trade block. My thoughts on Derrick Henry. Potential trade is, uh, let's see, uh, the coach from the Titans, he comes from Belichick. You know, he played for Belichick. He comes from Belichick. So what does Belichick do better than anybody? Um, And that is let go of players a year or two before they are ready to be let go. We we know Derrick Henry ran for over 1,500 yards last year, and we still felt like he declined. That's insane to think yeah. about. But, I mean, the Titans are probably thinking, look, he's got maybe another two years, maybe one 
decent year left in him and um, he's done. Why not get rid of him now while we could still get something for him? Look, he was out the year before that. They brought in Devontae Foreman. He, they still managed pretty well without him. I think they were um, got a first in the AFC there la- that last year. So it worked out for him without Derrick Henry, you know? Yeah, no doubt. Um, and one thing I will say is the way the NFL is nowadays, you got those teams that are a win now. You know, they sell their soul to um, get a Super Bowl team. And Derrick Henry is that kind of player that somebody will go out and get. And they don't care about three years from now. They want to win this year. And this is the year that Derrick Henry could be useful. And they're going to pay up for it. Mm-hmm. Let's talk potential landing spots for Derrick Henry. Now, this is fun. This is fun to think about. How about this? The Bills. Hmm? Yeah, and I've I've heard that. Um, I just worry because Derrick Henry's not really that kind of pass down catcher um, back that like they kind of look for in Buffalo. But maybe they change their scheme up a little bit because of Derrick Henry. I don't know. I just don't know how well he would fit in that offense. Listen, the Bills have been great with everything except a running game. I've been saying this for two or three years. They need a decent running game. Josh Allen cannot be your main running back. Singletary picked it up a little bit last year. I love to see that. But think about this. Derrick Henry, um, James Cook back there, they let go of Singletary. I I like that better than I like uh, old Singletary there. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. I mean, Singletary, I, I, I mean, you're, you're comparing Derrick Henry to Singletary. Obviously, I'm taking Henry. You know what I mean? That's yeah. just that's just the way it goes, which I will say Henry or uh, Singletary had a, uh, some good games last year and surprised me for sure. But yeah. it's just not as consistent as Henry. I mean, Henry is just like down the hill, fucking uh, 100 yards per game. I mean, it don't matter. Mm-hmm. And James Cook could be your pass catching back right there, Trey. So that that helps you, there you out. Go. Honestly, um, Vrabel, uh, Titans head coach, I think that's that's what's going on there. They're letting him go a little bit early. And you know what? It might be the right call. Derrick Henry could come out next year. You know, there were times this year where Derrick Henry was running the ball, and I literally said out loud, he's done. He's losing it. I love Derrick Henry. That's my guy. I've had him for the last three years. He had his 2,000-yard um, r- rushing year. That's my guy. And I just well, – there were times when he just looked like he didn't have it last year. And like I said, he still rushed for 1,500 yards, though. So, I mean, I'd take him. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we'll take some Derrick Henry, baby. Bring him on. You know what I mean? I will say this, though. I know uh, because, you know, uh, trade decisions obviously come from higher up than the coaching position. Mm-hmm. Um, but Vrabel's going to do everything he can to hold on to Henry. He loves that dude. I mean, I've watched uh, interviews in the locker room where he's like, y'all want to know why we won this game today? That man right there. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, how about this for a potential Derrick Henry landing spot? The Eagles, Trey. What do you think about that? Yeah, I actually have been thinking about that. Um, you know, Sanders uh, didn't really perform like they wanted him to uh, in the playoffs. I mean, he had a couple good runs there, but it really wasn't to the level that they wanted to. And I know Gamewell and Boston Scott are both good, but I don't think they're RB1 type running backs. Um, and I think if they get, you know, need to move on from Sanders, they got to fill that spot with a monster. And who more of a monster than Derrick Henry? So you think keep Gainwell and Henry and maybe Boston Scott's hanging out in the back just in case? Is that what you're yeah, thinking? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Hmm, I like that. I like. I was thinking more Miles Sanders, who is definitely a two. Derrick Henry, who's more of a one running back. Um, and then I'd keep Gainwell. I'd let Boston Scott go. You know what I mean? That's that's what I think. 
I don't know, man. When you look at the explosiveness in, in their last couple games, it looked like Gamewell and Scott had the most explosiveness on the team, you know. And and I and I, I'm a Sanders believer, you know. But it's it's just when he's out there on the field and and he's getting put down behind the line of scrimmage every play, it's mm-hmm. like God, that got to do something different. Yeah, like they would throw Gainwell in there, and Gainwell would just just amaze you, bro. Like that's why I think Gainwell's definitely one who needs to stay there. But I like no, it. No. I like it. What about this? The Vikings, Derek. Henry, uh, Dalvin Cook, swap them. You know what I'm saying? What do you think? I mean, you know, I wouldn't be mad at that. I, I like Dalvin Cook on the Titans, but uh, <laughs> that's a tough one because both of those are my boys right there. <laughs> yeah, I knew you'd like that one. <laughs> what do you think? Does uh, Derrick Henry work in that Vikings offense uh, with the new head coach in his uh, offensive schemes? I mean, I think, of course, and, and honestly, I think Derrick Henry worked great in that offense because they don't have to run the ball like the Titans do. And with Derrick Henry getting a little older, um, mm-hmm. it'll be a little bit less weight on his back. You know what I mean? He'll be able to to do some power runs and then take a rest, you know, because mm-hmm. they got Justin Jefferson and and all them guys out there. I, th- I think uh, I think that would honestly save him maybe even an extra year doing something like that. Mm-hmm. Yep, I love it. I love it, Trey. Um, but a couple other guys on the trade block I want to talk about. Obviously, Jalen Ramsey um, is a big threat, uh, even though it's not really fantasy relevant, um, still pretty um, NFL relevant. Um, I've even heard talks about him going to the Cowboys, and that sounds crazy to me. That defense would be insane. <laughs> I don't know, man. Ramsey, um, I haven't been super impressed with him lately. I definitely would love to see him go to another team. That guy just talks so much crap. It, it I just like it's hard for me to pull for him just – He's got a loud mouth. He's obnoxious. I mean, I guess that's what you got to do to be a good defender, get in the uh, wide receivers' heads, stuff like that. I mean, you know, Cowboys, that seems perfect for him. (laughs) Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, Also, uh, Jimmy G, you know, obviously they've, uh, since the uh, playoffs, they've talked about getting rid of Jimmy G. Um, And I've heard talks about Houston, actually, uh, you know, picking him up just for one year and actually drafting a quarterback and having him sit behind Jimmy G for one year. Um, And and I think they would pay Jimmy G worth it to go to Houston. I mean, I know Houston's not that great, but I think Jimmy G would kind of lift him up a little bit. Oh, man, don't do my boy Jimmy like that and make him a Texan dog. Don't do that. Look, Jimmy G, what, didn't they have some stuff about Jimmy G being a Raider? next year i I have i have also heard that too um you know we still have to see how it goes um but just think about this jimmy g and damian pierce you know that looking that could be dangerous Mm, i do like the sound of that i just you know the texans man they they got to do something quarterback wise i know they didn't think davis mill was the davis mills was the answer right no, definitely not. And and they tried to pretend like it uh, for as long as they could um, until they couldn't anymore. And now it's like we got to figure something out. Maybe they were waiting because they knew there was a good quarterback draft class coming in 2023. So maybe they're like, look, we just got to we got to hang on old Davis for another year or so. But I don't know. Jimmy G, I'd like to see him come over to Tampa. I mean, we need something over there. We need somebody who's willing to, you know, do things. If if he can stay healthy, no matter where he goes, is going to be the key, though. No doubt, no doubt. Um, Allen Robinson, anything you want to say about that? I mean, man, I'm done with Allen Robinson, bro. I'm done rooting for that kid, man. Like, if he couldn't do it with Stafford, I know Stafford had a down year. He had Cooper Cup go out. He had nobody but him. Um, I don't know, bro. Allen Robinson, I mean, he's pretty much um, a three in disguise. So whatever happens, Allen Robinson, congratulations, Allen Robinson, bro. 
I told you, man, now you're jumping on the train. It's good. Let's ride it out. <laughs> <laughs> Last year, I was so down for some Allen Robinson. And watch, this year, he'll probably be great. Watch. <laughs> well, you burned us two years in a row. I ain't even going to be mad if he goes crazy because that's no. just a burn again. No, exactly. Exactly. And that's what he does best. <laughs> um, but really, I mean, Brandon Cooks, you know, we can get into it, but uh, he just don't look happy on his team. Uh, other than that, I mean, I don't, I don't know how much – of a, uh, a value he is to other teams, but, uh, Brandon cooks to the 49ers. They trade Jimmy G in the trade. What do you think? Okay. Okay. I, I wouldn't hate that. I mean, 49ers got enough receivers that, you know what I mean? But maybe Brandon mm-hmm. cooks levitates that even more. What's one more. Right. <laughs> and then Deandre Hopkins, you know, I don't Ooh. know. Uh, I've, I've even heard rumors that he's going to stick around. Um, but you know, obviously that he's still on the trade block. I don't know how that's going to go. Uh, I've heard some about him going to the Titans. Hmm. Um, you know, who you will see, I guess it's, uh, I don't know. I know Tannehill staying in Tennessee from what I've read. They want to keep Tannehill at least for another year. Um, D hop has caught balls from, you know, quarterbacks who weren't top notch. I mean, he is an amazing receiver. He is getting a little older. Um, D hop. I did read something that I thought that said that negotiations have been are done and he is being traded. They just won't put out the info of where he's going yet. So I think that he's, I don't think he's sticking around. I think that's already said and done. They just don't want to put it out yet. Maybe it's the Cowboys D hop to the Cowboys. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, but that just sounds terrible to me. (laughs) Yeah, it does. Doesn't it? D hop. What's some potential landing spots for D hop Trey? What do you think? Well, like I said, obviously the Titans, um, you know, maybe the D hop and Derrick Henry and some picks, uh, mm-hmm. you know, or D hop some picks for Derrick Henry. I don't know how that would go. I, I personally, I would rather have Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. um, but I think for like uh, value and, and years to play, I think D hop has probably more years. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, but I think that would be an interesting swap. Um, also, um, you know, I did actually see the Texans. <laughs> which is terrible for i don't think d hop would accept that i don't know if he has a no trade clause but uh that i don't i don't think he would go back that's where he started i, I really <laughs> don't think he would go back what what about the jets look they're talking to aaron Rodgers, right the jets maybe he's like look if y'all get aaron i'll come over and we'll make things happen i'd like to see that i'd love to see the jets go next year and just let's say awesome bro Let's say D hop to the Jets and they get back Elijah Moore and some picks. Ooh, no, they want to keep him. They want to stay. Oh, Elijah Moore. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I, I wouldn't hate that, I guess, but I'd like to see Elijah Moore get some work. I think it would make Elijah Moore happy if he was traded. Yeah. Well, he remember he, he made that big hoopla last year trying to get traded and they were like, mm-hmm. nah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do. I do. It's going to be interesting, Trey. A lot of great stuff coming out of the NFL, man. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, moving on to um, a little more kind of on the sadder side, I guess. Uh, these are players that are being released by their team. They're not even being traded. They don't care. They don't want you no more. Goodbye. Puh. Good riddance. Mm. Who we you got? got? The Falcons release QB Marcus Mariota, which kind of seen that coming. Definitely. Uh, Washington releasing Carson Wentz. We'll see if this man can find another job. Here we go Rams again. release Bobby Wagner. Dumb move. And also Tampa Bay soon to be released, Cameron Bright and Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Um, I mean, who's the top one on that list to start with? Uh, I guess I'm going to go Tampa Bay here. I mean, Fournette. <laughs> 
Fournette didn't do squat last year, man. And I love Fournette. That's my dude. Um, he came in, you know, the season heavy. I said it wasn't no big deal. Everything's going to be fine. But it looked like it was an issue here. And, um, you know, he, he wasn't explosive. He, he couldn't break tackles. Uh, Fournette, I love you, buddy. But, I mean, good luck finding a, a job. It's a number one, buddy. Yeah, no doubt. I definitely think he's going to be um, on the burner somewhere, um, just kind of filling in for the breathers and everything like that. But, hey, you know what? He's probably going to get some money wherever yeah. he goes. Um, and, you know, Tampa's doing a reconstruction, and they, you know, they're moving on from him. I, I don't blame him. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And Cameron Bray, um, I mean, he was a great tight end. He caught the literal Super Bowl trophy that Tom Brady threw to him uh, over the, the boat. We'll never forget that, buddy. I love that. Um, who else you got on the list, Trey? So it's uh, one of the guys I definitely want to talk about is Bobby Wagner being released by the Rams. I know Bobby Wagner's old, but the dude is still a monster on defense. Um, I know the Rams are like, you know, trying to do something completely different because, you know, they're like had the worst uh, year after Super Bowl champion that anyone's ever had. Um, and I think Bobby Wagner um, being released saves him some cap space and everything like that. But I think Bobby Wagner is going to go somewhere, and I think he's going to produce. Um, I'd like to see him go to the Bills, to be honest. That would be interesting. I mean, Von Miller comes from the Rams, goes to the Bills. Then you get Bobby Wagner come over, goes to the Bills. I think that would be interesting to see. Um, I don't know, man. It didn't. The Rams just all around, just nothing going on last year. I mean, it's insane. Like you said, um, the worst year after a Super Bowl victory, like in Super Bowl or NFL history. Um, but Bobby Wagner, he didn't do much, but he didn't have Aaron Donald blocking up front like Von Miller did the year before because Aaron Donald got hurt. But when he was there, we saw flashes. There were little flashes here and there, but I just think that um. Bobby Wagner is just he doesn't he's he doesn't have it all the time anymore. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I agree completely. Um, also, you know, uh, and lastly, it's the quarterbacks, um, Carson Wentz and Marcus Mariota, um, both quarterbacks that probably shouldn't be signed anywhere. Probably both will get signed somewhere because um, that's just the way the NFL works these days. Um at least, you know, on the practice squad or something, you know, somebody's going to get hurt throughout the year and somebody's going to be reaching out to Carson Wentz and Marcus Mario. <laughs> well, Mariota is um, a very good backup. I think he would be an exceptional backup for somebody somewhere. Uh, I wouldn't hate that. Carson Wentz will probably get a starting job somewhere because that guy just, just starting jobs fall out of the air for this guy. I mean, <laughs> it's insane. It's something we need to talk about, Trey. Why does Carson Wentz keep getting starting jobs? I don't know if this man, I mean, does he have a genie in in a lamp somewhere? Because <laughs> every year he gets a starting job, he does terrible. The team is so ready to move on from him, and another team can't wait to get him on board. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he again, another player who has flashes when you're just like, whoa. Where did that come from? But he yeah, like the first games. three games of the year. <laughs> yeah, hey, we were talking about he pick him up on the uh, waiver wire because he was just he was doing big things, man. And I don't know, man. He he was with Indianapolis a couple years back. It seems like he had pieces everywhere. He had a top two running back. He had the best running back in the NFL to run the ball. A solid defense, and they still couldn't beat what the Jags. Um, with Urban Meyer coaching to get to the playoffs. 
Um, I don't know, man. He had an MVP season in his rookie year, but Carson Wentz has done nothing but show me that he's not that dude. I tell you what he showed me is that he can talk up a press room um, or a negotiation room. When they get in there, he is whatever he is saying is working because people are signing him regardless of his experience and what he's shown on the field. Well, yeah, you you hear all these things that he's not he doesn't have all the intangibles that a quarterback is supposed to have. Like he's not a leader in the locker room. Players don't like to follow him. Players don't really like him. Um, And that's why he doesn't last in a place for very long. That's just, you know, things we've heard from hearsay from here and from there. I don't know that to be true. I don't know that to be the fact. But Carson Wentz, um, you know, I mean, he's he'll find a home. I mean, maybe he'll I'm start sure. as a backup and end up being a, a starter. Where do you think he could land, Trey? Man, I don't know. There's so many places that need quarterbacks and so many places that don't need Carson Wentz. So it's really hard to come up with an idea there. Um, Carson I, Wentz to Tampa. I was just about to say, <laughs> maybe Tampa. I don't hate it. It's sad, but I don't, I don't hate it, bro. All the crap I talked about him, but I'll take him. I don't know what Kyle Trask can do. I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I definitely know what Gabbert can do, and it's not a lot. So, I mean, I'll take Carson Wentz. <laughs> sad. Just sad. So, time to hear from our sponsor, and that is Manscaped, baby. Tell them about it, Trey. Guys, spring has sprung, and our friends at Manscaped have the best tools for some spring cleaning. They've already helped men everywhere tidy up their uh, nooks and crannies of their body's basement. But this year, Manscaped can help them get the perfect presentation of that beautiful face with the new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Not to mention, the Beard Hedger Pro Kit also comes with three free gifts, a beard brush, comb, and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress. Make sure all the men in your life look their best this spring by using code SUPERFLEX20 to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Yeah, guys, I got to tell you, I got this kit and it's pretty awesome, man. I mean, you know what? Something that goes unsaid that I really think that is just overlooked and something that needs to be talked about is it's cordless. It's cordless, dude. How many times you shaving? Trying to get the cord and the cord is everywhere, bro. I ain't got to worry about all that. I don't have to worry about having a bunch of different heads to put on it. There's a wheel on it. I spin that bad boy, get it to the length I like. Bro, I am fresh and so clean. Guys, you heard your boy Trey. Go to manscaped.com. Use promo code SUPERFLEX20 for 20% off and free shipping worldwide. Wide, 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 wide. (laughs) <laughs> Let's keep it moving on uh, past Manscaped, guys. Um, we're moving on to contracts. All right. Um, people that got that bag and get the bag they did. Um, starting off, let's talk about Derek Carr. Heading to the New Orleans Saints. They're signing the former Pro Bowl quarterback to a deal worth $150 million, including $100 million in total guarantees. Um, Carr, who structured his deal to accommodate New Orleans cap situation, gets $60 million at signing. And Derek Carr signing with the Saints means that all four NFC South teams will have a different starting quarterback to begin 2023. And that's never happened, right? Or that's been a long time since? It's been like a long that? time, yeah, like since the uh, 40s. Since, and I think it was the AFC West or something that had all four different starting quarterbacks um, than they did the previous year. Well, hey, good for Derek Carr, man. I know he had a rough outing there at the end of the year. He went to the Pro Bowl. He showed him what was up. 
and your boy got the bag for it. Congratulations, Derek Carr, man. I mean, he's in our division now, but, um, you know, uh, NFC South. I mean, it's smart. It's brilliant. Look, dude got paid. Dude went to the NFC where he's one of the best quarterbacks now. I mean, the AFC has been is stacked now, and it's just so hard to even make the playoffs over there. This dude's like, let me creep. Let me follow Tom Brady creep on over to the NFC because, look, who does he got in the NFC? Kirk Cousins, um, maybe Aaron Rodgers, probably who might be going to the AFC next year. You know what I mean? It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, uh, dude doesn't have to play Mahomes multiple times a year anymore, which is yep. great for his um, his uh, status in the NFL. Uh, right, I'm calling it right now. Uh, give me the Saints to win the division next year. Ooh, yeah. I don't know, buddy. You don't know what's going to happen in the draft. We don't know what's going to happen. Don't so matter. I mean, good. Good for them. <laughs> I heard Michael Thomas is on board, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I've seen a post on Twitter with him saying, thank God, or something like that, like, praying to the gods that something like this would happen for him does that mean like last year he's like look we got andy dalton throwing us my leg my leg's killing me coach my leg (laughs) yeah without a doubt i think michael thomas plays the way he wants to um everything he does is chess not checkers um but you know do your thing get your money and win your games uh just just perform for Derek carr like he wants or maybe you won't be getting the ball and it'll be chris olave garden oh olave yeah i mean could rookie of the year, right? Could have been. I mean, he was great last year, and now he's got a, a decent quarterback throwing to him. He was good last year, and what he had, you know, Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston here and there throwing to him. Jason Hill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Imagine him with some uh, a solid, you know, starting quarterback who can be the face of the franchise, who is a good guy. Carson or um, Derek Carr is is actually a great guy in real life. I think. You know, he's very religious. I think, you know, he, he's a great leader of men, and I think that's going to come out. That will happen for the Saints, man. Good for them, buddy. Good for them. Yeah, and also Derek Carr puts a lot of motion into the game. You know, he he, he leaves it all out on the field. You know, you, I watched him after a, um, a loss with the Raiders, and he's like, you know, uh, he's like, we gave everything we had in that game, and, and we keep giving everything we have, and we're just not winning games. So something is wrong. And maybe that something was the Raiders, and uh, maybe the Saints, he turns that around. I hope so. I hope so. Congratulations, Derek Carr. You deserve it, buddy. Uh, Moving on to someone who probably doesn't deserve it. Um, Daniel Jones is on the books for four years and 160 million with 82 million guaranteed at signing. Uh, Another 35 million available in incentives. I mean, wow. I mean, wow, bro. I mean, good, good for him, bro. I mean, I like to see people get paid. Um, I mean, after one decent year, I don't know if I like that. Um, I mean, they, they, they could have done something here. Um, obviously, uh, uh, the new head coach has faith in Daniel Jones or, uh, he wouldn't be doing this, but you know, I mean, four years, 160, 82 guaranteed. Do you really think Daniel Jones played that well last year that he's, he's deserves that? Here's what I think, because, you know, last year they were talking about regardless of how Daniel Jones does, even if he takes to the playoffs and, and all the hoopla, they're getting rid of him, right? Mm-hmm. Then towards the end of the year, he's doing good. He's doing better than they expected, whatever. Then they start seeing all these other teams that are going to be Jones in for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And they're like, do we stick with Daniel Jones or do we mess around and end up with Carson Wentz? 
So, <laughs> so I think they just decided, hey, you know what? Daniel Jones is not the worst thing that could happen. Let's let all these other teams fight over quarterbacks, and we'll run with Daniel Jones. But you're going to lock him in for four years, I mean, to do it? It just scares me, man. I mean, he's done nothing but get better slowly, but he's gotten better throughout the years. He can run with his legs um, as long as he's got a decent team backing him up. I mean, I guess he could, you know, be the answer. I just don't know if I'd bet my job on it as the, the head coach, you know. Yeah, I mean, I get that completely. I just feel like they were kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place, and Daniel Jones' agents were looking for that money. And, and you uh, know what? He played very well in a playoff game. Um, so, I mean, that's great. Good for them, man. Yeah, not the Eagles one, though, right? <laughs> No, the one the Vikings, bro. But the Vikings defense was trash. So honestly, I feel like he got paid because of that one game, you know? Yeah, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All Good. right, on to the next player who got that bag. And I don't think they deserved it. Uh, Seahawks and Pro Bowl quarterback Geno Smith reached an agreement on a three-year, $105 million contract, including $52 million in the first year. Ooh-wee, Geno Smith, man. Hey, they called, but I didn't. they wrote me off. I didn't write back, baby. <laughs> yeah, but I signed the contract. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Good good for Gino, but I, I really this scares me for the Seahawks, man. Um, you know, is this really still just about Russell Wilson? Just to say, like, ah, yeah, we will sign we'll rather have Gino and we'll pay him rather than have you, buddy. Um, three year, 105 million. You break that down. What's that, 34, 35 million a year, something? Yeah, you but know. it's 52 million in the first year, so hmm. that's that's, I mean, that's pretty – for Geno Smith, I bet never in, in a million years, two years ago, did anyone think Geno Smith would have a $105 million contract this year. I don't think Geno Smith thought he'd have a $105 <laughs> exactly. million contract, even though he said in an interview, like, I've done nothing but work hard and try to be better. And and and, and he's been in the league for 10 years, bro. He's been in the league for 10 years. Um, he, he said he's done nothing but try to be better, so – I don't think it's a smart um, – I don't think it's a good investment for the Seahawks, but, I mean, you know, I guess they know what they're doing, right? It's good to see Geno Smith's hard work paid off, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's just, you know, one year, one year of oh, pretty good. I mean, he was a Pro Bowl player, I guess, last year. So, I mean, he, he did well, but he made the playoffs. Um, I just don't see it, buddy. I don't see it. I would need to see another, I don't know, year of decent – playoff you know make a decent playoff run and then you know then i would feel comfortable signing him because if you remember there was somebody who needed to win a game in order for the seahawks to even get into the playoffs so if they would have not won that game they still wouldn't have made it to the playoffs and gino would have not made it to the playoffs come back probably would have not gotten near as much of a bag exactly comeback player of the year though we got to give it up to him you know like Good for you, Gino, but I just don't feel like it was the smartest move. I'm not hating on him. Um, you know, good for Gino, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Um, but let's get done talking about the bags, and we're moving on. You can't talk football without a little drama. Yeah. All right, so University of Georgia football star Jalen Carter has surrendered to police following a car crash that killed his teammate and a team staffer. Carter, 21, turned himself in at the Athens-Clark County Jail at 1133 
on Wednesday evening and was released at 1149 the same night. Jail records show the defensive tackle is currently charged with two misdemeanors, reckless driving and racing on highways. Police had previously issued an arrest warrant for Carter on Wednesday for his alleged involvement in the incident that killed his teammate, Devin Whitlock, and team staff member Chandler LaCroix. Police allege that Carter was in a 2021 Jeep Trackhawk and LaCroix, 24, in a 2021 Ford Expedition, had been racing after they left Athens, Georgia. Just after 2.30 a.m., authorities said they believe LaCroix was speeding at 104 miles an hour and had been intoxicated with a blood alcohol level of .197 during the time of the crash. Jeez, bro, this is... um... This is crazy, um, you know, but we got to remember he is a kid. He just won, you know, the the college playoffs, the college championship. They were celebrating, but people died, bro. People died from the, you know, from what you were doing. I think he needs to wake up and realize that he could possibly, you know, throw his life away, dude. Like they're saying he could be taken the, the highest defensive player to ever be taken in a draft. Like that is a, a real possibility. And now teams are going to be looking at this. I saw reports that said teams need more information on this case before they're even willing to go further. And you know, there's teams that are going to just say, I'm not touching them. I, we don't need that. We don't need the drama in our locker room. And they're just going to let them pass. They're going to let it go. Without a doubt, I feel like a lot of teams probably on their big board had uh, him next to some other players, and now they just – we don't even have to make a tough decision. Boom, we got our answer. You know, that's that made our answer. And, you know, uh, I've seen where he's uh, come out and said that um, in, in the end, uh, you know, he's going to be uh, not guilty of charges and everything like that mm-hmm. um, and that he is um, not at fault in the situation. Um, but it's really hard to tell, you know, when you've got an alcohol uh, – blood alcohol level – and you're going 104 miles an hour. I mean, it sounds like racing to me, you know, having a good time going crazy. And I understand, you know, things happen. And I know that he didn't go into that situation expecting that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yep. And I think it was, I'm not sure how long, but it was um, a week or two before that. He got like an 80, 84 and a 40 mile uh, speeding ticket also before that. So, this kid likes to race, obviously, um, and, and and it costs people their lives this time, Trey. Yeah, and and you know, letting uh, that that fame that you haven't even got yet go to your head, you know that 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 has a lot to do with these players when they when they're coming out of college, headed to the NFL, and they just think, well, I've already got the bag in hand, you know, I'm going in the first round, I'm gonna go crazy, and and, and not yet, bud, you ain't got it yet. Um, it, it, it don't matter. Henry Ruggs last year, we saw it with him. I mean, he was in the NFL. Money coming, dude. They, I mean, things happen. He got yanked from one bad decision, dude. Five seconds of your life can can just ruin the rest of it, you know? And no, this was a misdemeanor charge. So, I mean, it's probably not as big a deal to law enforcement as it is to maybe, you know, NFL teams and whatnot. But um, it's a scary situation. Yeah, I mean, and, and remember the punter for the Bills, um, you know, sure. in that whole situation. And the Bills just said, hey, man, uh, go figure your stuff out. Um, let us know whenever you do. Yeah, whatever happened. Them, to we're them. not interested. Like, we haven't heard anything, which makes me believe um, dude was probably guilty 
And uh, and the Bills were like, yep, we, we cut ties on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, punk God is no longer here, I guess, man. I mean, and that kid, I mean, he was a punter. It's probably easier to let a punter like that go as opposed to a skill position player. But, I mean, you know, I read a report that he actually left the scene of the accident and ended up coming back and lying to the police and telling them, like, I was in a nearby parking structure and I heard the crash and I came over and stuff like that. But then he later turned himself in. I believe somebody probably had mentioned things and said that he was a part of it. And that's how all that turned out. And he finally decided to come clean. But, whew, man, um, you know, I, I hate to see this happen to young people. I hate that two people died. Um, my thoughts and prayers go out to the families of these people. But just, just senseless, just senseless, you know. Without a doubt, without a doubt, um, and and honestly, the it the the drama gets worse. I mean, uh, never would have saw this coming. Um, but Patrick Mahomes' little brother Jackson is in the crosshairs of a criminal investigation in Kansas for an alleged sexual assault, which appears to have been caught on tape. According to the Kansas City Star, police are looking into claims made by a restaurant owner in the area, as well as one of her waitresses, who are alleging Jackson both sexually assaulted and physically assaulted them last weekend at the Athens Restaurant and Lounge. The owner, 40-year-old Aspen Vaughn, provided KCS and cops with surveillance footage she says captured last Saturday when the alleged assault happened. In the in the clip, you can see a man who she claims is Jackson Mahomes wrap her up in his arms and forcibly kiss her. Now, I've watched this video, and um, if that, it's hard to tell if it's Jackson Mahomes or not, but if it is him, it's clearly sexual assault. I mean, he grabs her by the throat, spins her around, starts trying to kiss her. She pushes him away, and he grabs her again. Bro, it's hard to watch that video. Like, I, I just like when he grabs her, you can tell she's super uncomfortable, but he's like somebody famous. So, you know, you don't want to be like causing like, you know, some crazy scene or whatever. But, dude, it makes me uncomfortable just watching. He grabs her up by the throat and he just like, bro, I mean, that's hard to watch. Pat, I mean, dude, Patrick Mahomes' little brother and his wife are just messing things up on the sidelines for this kid. And you know what? Patrick Mahomes comes out and he seems like such a good kid. He does all the right things. He says all the right things, but he surrounds himself with people that are not doing the right things and are making him look bad, guilty by association. He could lose sponsorships for things like this, man. No doubt, no doubt. You know, he's done good to um, to keep his shoes clean um, in the NFL and uh, just be a top guy. But um, at the same time, uh, you can't hang out with chickens and expect to soar with eagles, you know? <laughs> Fair, very well put, Trey, if I might say. But, I mean, we, we knew from the beginning that there was something up with this kid. Um, his little TikTok videos on Sean Taylor's uh, memorial and the commander's stadium. I mean, just little things like that, the disrespect, the throwing water on Ravens fans. Um, this kid, man, he's, he, you know, he was a four-star basketball recruit. Did you know that? I didn't know that actually. I, I, I'll, all I've ever seen him is Patrick Mahomes, little brother who um, can't stop dancing on uh, TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yep. Riding uh, Mahomes is uh, coattails and wearing jackets that say Mahomes on it. I mean, he almost kind of looks like him a little bit. And and look, I don't care if you're straight, 
gay, whatever. But I, I really thought he was a homosexual. Did, didn't you? I did actually. And, um, but this is what I think in this situation, you know, he just, um, the, the momentum and the Super Bowl and, and his family and all the hype got to his head. And he's like, I can do whatever I want. And if that means taking advantage of this 40 year old woman, that's what that means. Yeah. Well, I, I did read that he comes into that, um, restaurant all the time they say he comes in every i read every fourth visit is a negative one is what they say he wow. he yeah he that's what they say and he actually knows uh the 40 year old's daughter and hangs out with her and says he's a respectable kid and has always been good and he was intoxicated at the moment so it is a wild situation trey yeah man uh all i can say is um patrick uh get your little brother um you know and show him you know don't give him all the the greatness um and let him go crazy you know you need to uh basically put him in his corner you know and uh and tell him you know you 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 can't live this life and do whatever you want and expect to be rewarded for it but i mean he can't control this kid i mean he he can tell him all he wants but he can't make him you know what i mean like i'm just he, saying stop giving him the spotlight um on your coat feather you know there's 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 places that um jackson goes that mahomes allows you know what i mean yeah. he, but you know put him in timeout do what you got to do you know yeah. i mean after the super bowl championship he was dancing doing a dance on the super bowl on the field Mm-hmm. <laughs> of the Super Bowl field, bro, like immediately. And like, it, it did seem like, like throughout the season, Mahomes' brother and his wife chilled out. Like Mahomes had to talk with them. Like, look, I don't need this. I don't need this drama in my life. I'm trying to, you know, do good here and win a Super Bowl. And I mean, it seems like they listened. But as soon as the Super Bowl was over, man, they started going ham. <laughs> Sad day, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, thank you so much for watching. That has been the headline huddle. Guys, I have to mention we've sold some cups. We've sold some shirts. We got merch, baby. And if you go down in the description, you're going to get the link to get some of our merch and uh, rock it. I'm always putting new stuff out there. I'm always designing new things. Get you a mug, man. Get you a little sticker, man. Support the podcast. Support the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast support us. Yeah. And make sure you guys, if you do get some merch, shoot us a picture, you know, or, or an, an email or something uh, or a DM on, on Facebook or whatever you want to do. And, and maybe we'll put you out there and, and show you repping our merch. A hundred percent. I would love that. I would absolutely be down to do something like that. And guys, we are on Patreon. So if you want to get an early start on the fantasy football season, guys, go to patreon.com slash fourth and flex, get signed up. We'll help you with your lineups. We will get you paid guys thank you so much for watching and we will see you on the next one a peace out (laughs) it's not trey and josh it's trey and bandy we gonna help you win your league can you understand me that's a lot of paper that's a lot of cake we gonna give you all the secrets man for goodness sake so don't forget like and subscribe that Brady is mine. <laughs> All right. Follow forth and flex. Be your ride and die. <laughs> it's your boy Bandy. Got my boy Trey over there. Forth and flex podcast. Forth and flex at gmail.com.
Hit us up. You know we got you. Ha <laughs> ha. See you there. Balls of steel, this guy. He's got big balls.